it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are live on YouTube this evening. It is January the 26th. Uh, it's good to see so many people in the comments. There won't be much to speak about this evening. Uh, so it might be a, maybe a 10, 15 minute show. Uh, but please stay tuned. Uh, and hopefully we can get some Rangers content in that 10, 15 minutes. Of course, I'm joking. Uh, as we know, it was very busy on uh, the Rangers scene, so we've got lots to talk about. I'm not going to muck about with my rubbish pattern any longer. Let's get straight into it um, and then introduce my guest. Firstly, it's Mr. Ali Pearson. He's back in the house. Back in the house. Back out the doghouse, Ryan. That's me back in until <laughs> I for- the next, I forgot next about event. That. Yeah. I didn't know what you were talking about there. I was like, oh, I Made it back then, we successfully. Um, no, I look forward to it, Ryan. As you says, there's not much news to talk about this week with Rangers. So, um, yes, it'll be an interesting show. No, there's not much at all. I would love to get into the, the reason why you were kicked down that alley, but we'll keep that for another show when things are a bit quieter. <laughs> uh, and secondly, I'll come to Nicky first. Nicky, mate, how are you? Feeling a, a wee bit starstruck, to be honest, after the show you boys put on at the Loudon last Friday night. But... Listen, it's another it's another week ticked off. I dare say this weekend will be a bit quieter than last weekend. I've actually got a shirt on. I was uh, in the office for the first time in about 60 days. I only know that because I got a, an email saying my pass was due to expire, so I better get into the office. So I had to get used to wearing a, a, a shirt today as opposed to jogging, joggies and a hoodie. But looking forward to the weekend and talking about all things Rangers. Good man. I just thought I was underdressed when you logged on there. I thought, oh Jesus, this boy's he's taking us up a notch here and Carly's not giving us a heads up. So um I'll see if I can dig a shirt out for the next one. Uh, and last but not least, Mr. Scott Carly, how are you getting on, mate? 
I'm good, mate. I'm good. I don't think I own a shirt that fits me since Christmas, to be honest, mate. I think I would need to go buy myself a shirt. But no, I appreciate Nicky's effort. I'm not going to lie. It's a it's a good effort, not half. Uh, no, I'm good, mate. Uh, a bit of a crazy week for me, but the weekend is here. Rangers game to look forward to. So, yes, uh, bit surreal that last this time last week, lads, we were just all arriving at the Loudoun and we were about to go on stage. It feels like ages ago already, but, yeah, was a was a cracking night. Uh, just one thing before we go any further. I didn't really want to have to address this. I didn't think I would need to, but uh, the, the the constant messages and comments uh, that we get from it, I feel like I have to. Um, first of all, I'll say I appreciate everybody's support. I really do. Like We love the support that you give us, the, pod, the, the podcast, the lads, everybody is tremendous. The the, the situation with, with Scott not being on, or Scotia not being on the podcast just now, um, Scotia, we all have personal lives outside of this. And right now, Scotia's taking a break from the podcast for the foreseeable, really, um, because he's got other things to concentrate on. Um, we're all still his pal. There's no more in it. I hope you can respect the privacy of it. Um, Nicky and Jamie weren't in to replace Scotia in any way. It was always going to happen. So um, I was always looking to bring other guys on board. So uh, there's there's not more in it than that. I didn't want to address it because I didn't feel like I had to, but the constant kind of message is about it. I feel like it's best to say it on air and then we can kind of hopefully nip it in the bud from there going forward. I don't know if Scotia will be back. He might be. There's, there's no, no set date for anything like that, but just so everybody knows, for the foreseeable, Scotia has other things to concentrate on, and it is really as as simple as that. So I hope you can all understand that. And let's get into it, mate. Hello, chat. Hello, everybody. I'll get to all your comments. Yes, hello, indeed. Um, the chat is filling up very nicely, mate. Uh, lots of comments coming in. If you've got any questions, I would maybe hold back tonight. I think we've got a lot to speak about tonight. So as always, we'll, if you can get them, if you want to ask a question, we'll try and get it. But I think we've got so much to speak about and none so, uh, nothing less than talking about the, the victory, the very good victory and good performance, which was lovely to to do a post-match with Carly about on Wednesday night. Uh, the 3-0 win through Edinburgh. Uh, I'll come to you first, Ali. Myself and Carly, as I said, did a post-match. I text you in the morning and I said, if Rangers are serious, this is a game they need to win. The pressure was on for me, and uh, you know I criticise about pressure a lot. What was your feelings about the game and the performance on Wednesday night? Yep, we had a wee text message each uh, between us, Brian. For me, it's it's part one of two that Rangers have completed. The next part is tomorrow. Um, it was pressure, and we all know this Rangers team in previous games, Ryan, that when the pressure's on, a lot of times we fail, but they didn't. They stood up for it at Easter Road for me. Uh, the, the first 10 minutes, I don't think we were great, to be honest. I know Hibbs had that one chance, but with Jack Butland, he's, um, I mean, what more can you say about Jack Butland? But overall, I thought we were, um, I thought we were fantastic, Ryan. I really did. I thought 3-0 flattered Hibbs. I know Nick Montgomery thought 3-0 flattered Rangers, but I don't know what game he was watching. 3-0 flattered Hibbs. That could have been a, a serious doing for Hibbs. Um, but I'm not surprised because if you look back at previous performances at Easter Road and you look at the score lines, we've humped Hibs. Hibs play this expansive football which they could maybe get away with against your Ross Counties and Livingston, but the way they play against against us and Celtic, they'll get pumped. The way they play this playing out for the back, they're not good enough to do it against Rangers and Celtic. And ultimately uh, it tell on, on Wednesday night, Ryan, but I just thought fantastic performances all around. Key players for me, you always look, Goldson for me was a huge loss. Did you miss him? 
no, you didn't. You didn't know he was there because uh, John Suter stood up for me. Um, Lundstrom again. There's not much more you can say about Lundstrom this season. I thought Sterling's second half was outstanding. I thought he was brilliant. And um, Jamie's man, <laughs> Mr. Dessers, coming on at the end. With, I don't know what else you can say about this guy with that. Just summed it up, to be honest. But overall, Ryan, fantastic performance. But it's part one or two for me. It'll mean nothing if we don't get three points tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that but that's the mentality it's got to be. Al, it's got to be on to the next one. You can't just rest in your laurels and think, oh, how great were we on Wednesday. Nicky, I'd imagine you have much the same. What was your take from the, the game on Wednesday and the performance? Yeah, listen, it, it's another one that, to be honest, I, I was probably quite nervous getting into. I think it, it comes from the scar tissue that we have with a squad, with the exception of probably the 55 season. We do always need a bit of a jag to get us going after the uh, after the winter break. I've still got Joe Worrell footing about at the back at, at Kilmarnock, right, ingrained in my mind. But no, listen, with the power of hindsight, again, it, it, it was a really comfortable game. I think I would agree with Ali. And that probably the biggest compliment you can pay Hibs is that, with the exception of Celtic, they try and go punch for punch, right? They don't do what Aberdeen and Kilmarnock do, where they do the low block, they stick 10 men behind the ball and, and they try and catch on the counter-attack. They do kind of go for punch for punch. And as Ali says, as as, as Rangers and, and Celtic will think the same, right? We have better players. And if you want to go punch for punch for us, then chances are we're going to win the game. And again, I think it's just another, another tick for Clement. It was another really strong performance. We were aggressive all over the park. I think I would agree with Ali and that I think Lundstrom was was superb. I thought um, Sterling's second half was fantastic. Your man, Ridvan, was was brilliant. I don't think we scored that goal if you're playing Borna Barisic, to be honest. He is not in that position behind the right back. Brilliant ball from Lundstrom, brilliant touch. And, and, and Cantwell as well, I think he, um, he hadn't done much. I think there was some murmurs on our WhatsApp about He's had another stinker here, but what a goal, by the way. On the half turn, minimal backlift. I actually thought that it must have hit the side netting because the, the commentators, they didn't really get excited about it until I kind of seen Cantwell wheeling away celebrating, but brilliant goal. And then, aye, Dessers, he's an absolute enigma, right? If, if anything <laughs> sums Dessers up, right, it, it's that 10 minutes where... To have the audacity to finish that ball, to send three defenders and a goalkeeper the wrong way, right? All joking aside, see if Messi does that. It's on Twitter getting retweeted for three or four weeks. To then follow up five minutes later with a one-on-one that he melts right straight down the throat of the keeper, right? Just sums <laughs> the guy up. But no, listen, another brilliant performance. It was one of the ones, right, where we go, it's the catch-up game. We're no arsed about performance. Just win it, get back up the road, and as Ali says, on to Saturday, another big three points on offer. Yeah, I totally agree. I think I think what you say there is you make a really good point. I'll come back to you, Ali, on this one uh, before I speak to Carney, is the punch for punch um, kind of term that, that Nicky used there, I think is spot on. I think the way Clement sets up this team on occasions, especially Wednesday, I think it was highlighted that He's pretty okay with his being open at the back because he fans he clearly fancies us to outscore the opposition and he probably fancies Jack Button to make a majority of saves if the opposition get any chances. Um 
his tactics for me were spot on on Wednesday night. Oh, they were. <clears throat> and we all knew what Hibs were going to do. We knew Hibs were going to play. I like playing Hibs because they, they try and play football against us, as Nicky says, they don't do a low block Hibs. And do you know what I like, Ryan? I like the press for Rangers at the moment. See the way they, they lead the press. I think it's brilliant. And the, the amount of times Hibs try to play for the back and we pressed them. And they ultimately they lost the ball. We got the ball back and went again. Um, relentless is a, a word that was flung about when we won the league a couple of seasons ago. Similar to that for me, Ryan, hunting packs, winning the ball back. And as you say, the amount of attack we're going to do, we're going to give up chances. We, we can't go a full game without giving up chances. But if you've got a guy in Jack Bolton behind you, you've all the confidence in the world because he bails out. He played big saves. The one that nearly went, well, I thought it was 2-1 when he pulled it back to the boy. I turned around, my sister who was watching with, I went, that's 2-1. And I was like, how's he saved that? How's he saved that? But as we say, it's a super jack button and goal. But no, the way he's got this team playing at the, at the moment, Ryan, it's um, it's a joy to watch. I mean, you look at it when Beal was in to now, it's night and day with the same players. Um, but I, more of that. And I'm just, I'm just excited when he gets his own players in, Ryan, to see exactly what we'll be like. But so far, so good for me. Yeah, Carney, we're talking about obviously um, Clement here and yeah, we'd be painting the wall again, but you know what? It's so nice to do because of the season, how it started for us. Um, I think it's very evident how big a fan I am. I think we all are, a Clement and what he's done since he came in. I'm just excited to see Rangers again. He's gave me the passion back for them. I believe in him. I, I didn't believe in the last manager. It was a horrible feeling. I, want, I wanted Bill to do well. But it, there seems to be a, a bond between him and the fans and the players again. He's, there's a unity between us again, and and I think that's imperative if you're going to win things. Um, just tell us about Clement again, Carney. Let's just talk about him. Yeah, the guy. The guy seems to have came in and immediately got the respect of pretty much everyone, and that's got to be a hard task to do. Especially, he's not silly. He's going to have known what's happened previously with Michael Bilbin and the position and how badly wrong it went. Knowing that the the Ibrooks, um, the Ibrooks fans, the Rangers fans, were pretty much at the end of the tether, their tether with the board. Um, he, he knew he was coming into a bit of a, a, a lion's den, if you like, and the way that he's came in, the way that he's handled the press from the get-go, and pretty much from his first couple of interviews, I think we all went, hmm, that's a bit different, that's different the way he's talking, and even more so as it's going on now, the interviews that he has, you can see that he's just he's growing in confidence himself within the role now. I think the impact that he's made on this Rangers team is, is it's hard to put into words the difference of football that we're seeing. Wednesday night under Michael Beale doesn't happen. That We don't play like that. We don't convincingly beat Hibs at Easter Road. It just wouldn't have happened. I, I, I'm a, a big believer that, uh, that Clermont is changing this mentality and that's the biggest thing. The respect, yes, of everyone. And I think even when you're hearing players talking in the press, talking to the press, doing interviews with RTV or whatever, and they're asked about Clement. You can tell they respect him. But the again, another big thing is everybody's buying into it, fans included. We all know what he's trying to do. We're all going 100%. That I get what you're doing. I get your style of play that you're trying to do. I get the, player that you're, the players that you're trying to attract to the football club. That's what we've all wanted for, I don't know how long, since Gerard probably, since we had the, the kind of first wave of Gerard where we could see a change in the mentality of the football what we were planning to do, how we were going to plan to play football. But Clement, I think, is probably adding more on top of that as we were all desperate for the 
steadying of the ship. I think he has done that, Ansem, uh, and now he's he's very much building this this machine that he wants to just continue to keep on going. And it's comments like he's made previously. It's not about building momentum because momentum means that something has to stop eventually. I want something that will continue to go on and on and on. And I'm like. Yes, that's yes. <laughs> that's exactly it. That is. It doesn't matter what you do tomorrow, um, because the next day after it, we are looking ahead to the next game, and then uh, you can't live on the past. You can't live on what you've done previously, and I don't believe that's what he's what he's what he's trying to build. It's very much you go out, you play like that, you give a hundred percent for every minute that you're on that pitch. And you do what I tell you to do. And if you do what I tell you to do, we're going to go things in the right places. Everybody has their role. Everybody knows their place. And yeah, I'm I'm the same. I've become a, a massive fanboy of him now, eh, Ryan. And I think going forward under him with the, the signings that we are making and what we've been linked with and the business that's been done with the new um, director of football and recruitment, whatever the, the term is for him, I, I'm, I'm very much for it. I am all aboard, mate. Yeah, all aboard indeed, Nicky. Come on, we can speak about for that for the full podcast, I think. But I think what's evident is, yeah, we're it's still a project for him. We're not a finished article. None of us in here are, are sitting here saying we're going to win a treble and and kick on. But I think it's so evident to see the shift in mentality he's imposed on this team off the field, off the field and on. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, reality is. He's, the time he's been here, right, it's it's almost flawless. Genuinely, it is almost flawless, right? I think if you if you take the scenario of where we were, right, when Bill left, don't quote me right, but we were eight or nine points behind Celtic, I think we maybe had a game in hand, right? If somebody at that point offered you Clement to come in to, to close the gap to potentially two points, to qualify top of the Europa League group, to um, win the League Cup, all, all with the same people we were watching week in, week out with Bill, right? You, you would have thought they were mental, right? But you would have bit their hand off, right? Immediately bit their hand off. And to be honest, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I was very torn when Clement came in. I was massively torn between Muscat and Clement. I think um, there was there was really appealing aspects to Muscat. I think that really aggressive football was something that really appealed to me. We'd obviously seen it over the other side of the city, right? was massively appealing. Muscat looked like this kind of no-shit-taking manager, right? Would he have been the man to come in and clear it out? But again, with, with, with the power of hindsight, right, Clement looks as though he's the right choice, right? Because what he's done, it, it's very Klopp-esque, right? I'm, I'm not suggesting he's as good as Klopp, right? But Klopp's obviously big on the news just now, announcements with Liverpool and stuff, but he is very Klopp-esque, right? You talk about that mentality. I think the word Ryan or Scott you use was was kind of unity. But I think the other big thing that Clement probably holds over what Muscat maybe wouldn't have is the improvement in individual players and us as a team is night and day, right? You look at James Tavernier. James Tavernier was a shadow of the man he was 18 months ago, right? In that Europa League run, he was an absolute shadow of where he was. He's come on twofold, right? He has been absolutely superb for a few months now. John Lundstrom is a, a different player altogether. Um, even even Cyril Dessers, right? I, I still don't think he's, he's, he's the answer, but he is performing significantly better now than what he was under Michael Beale. So 
Listen, Clement has enough credit in the bank now, right? All the fans believe in him. We all see what he's trying to do. Every single player. I mean, I think it was Dessers actually spoke about the metaphor, right? About the marathon. Everybody is on this metaphor, right? About the marathon. We will drop points, right? But it's about where we are in May, right? Continuing on that long distance. And he has enough credit in the bank now. The Rangers board find the funds, right? Find the funds and back this guy in the next four or five days or however long we've got left. Just find them wherever you need and back the guy because we'll reap the rewards. He's, he's shown enough evidence now that we will reap the rewards if we back this guy and give him what he needs. Yeah, I think so as well. And this is where we kind of touched on a couple of pods ago where we were talking about the transfer window and we even spoke about it on Friday and this window, just for me, boys, and I know it's only a week away or whatever, or less than a week, it's imperative for this season. And you know how down I've been on this team and I've written them off and it just feels this transfer window on the evidence of how we've came back under Clement in the league, we're lifting that trophy, the old firm games, we are not as far away from them as we probably all felt at some point in the season. And yes, if, if he gets backed in this window, which it very much looks like he's going to be, it's exciting times ahead and it's very hard for people like me <laughs> to not get excited. So, <laughs> I interesting, interesting times ahead. Uh, I don't know what I'll do if we're, if we're any decent and this goes the right way, boys. I genuinely don't. I genuinely don't. I'll probably not come on the pod. It just won't suit me, I don't think. Anyway, uh, let's, let's, let's bring ourselves back down to earth here, as I always do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, I was going to focus on a couple of individuals. I'm not going to. I can see the time there and we've plenty to discuss. Rangers announced yesterday that, and I'm going to use the word, I don't use it a lot, but Rangers legend Stephen Davis uh, was to retire um, from Rangers. So he's a Hall of Famer, obviously. And um, they put a video up on Rangers social. If, if you haven't seen it, I would really encourage you to go and see it. I thought it was a lovely touch from Rangers to put that video up because it was quite a personal moment for him, for the players, for the squad. Um, and if you if it didn't pull your heartstrings in, then I'd be questioning you. Ali, do, again, we could do a podcast uh, on Stephen Davis alone, but a very big player 
personality, and I'll say it again, a Rangers legend retiring. Aye, he's in the Hall of Fame. Stephen, Stephen Davis, he's, he's a Rolls-Royce of a midfielder, Ryan. Completely different midfielder um, the second time round from the first time round. Um, the way he kind of just sat and dictated play for us the second time round. But if any young... Uh, the the video with Clement yesterday with the players all sitting was brilliant. Even Clement talking about him. Um, young players take note of Stephen Davis. Brilliant on the park. Um, he, he, never in the, the front pages of uh, newspapers. Um, and obviously what he did for Northern Ireland as well. It's just... he's uh, I don't know what else you can say about Stephen Davis, Ryan. He's... He's done it all. He's won trophies with Rangers. He's been to two major European finals with Rangers. He's uh, It's just a sad way his career's ended because he'd want to go out in a high rather than be injured and unfortunately have to retire because the guy was fit as a fiddle, Ryan. If he didn't get that injury, he could have played for two seasons probably, no doubt. But he's um, there's not much I can say about Stephen Davis because the guy is he's a legend. And you can tell Clement in his wee speech was basically saying to him, you want to come back here and help us, the door's always open for you, which I liked because I know he's got Alec Ray in there. Stephen Davis in there for me would be a, a good appointment. So um, good luck to him in what he does, but legend, absolute legend of Rangers Football Club and the type of player that you want in your team, Ryan. You you ask about heart, desire, application. He's got all of that. And young players coming through should look up to Stephen Davis as a role model because he's a uh, a fantastic guy off the pitch and on the pitch too, and uh, good luck to him moving forward. Definitely, I don't think it can be underestimated uh, <clears throat> the kind of hole he leave in the dressing room as well, because you you just know what type of guy he is. You can see it when he's in interviews and what he'll bring by what he'll bring to the team. So I definitely I echo everything you say there, Carly. Things that I'll go around you and ask you. I'll put you on the spot just after I get Nicky you and Nicky's point um, on Stephen Davis. But I want to ask you's um, your favourite. Stephen Davis moment, but a moment that always sticks in my head, Carney, is when we won that 55 and knowing what McGregor and Stephen Davis had gone through because they were with us before and they had to leave. I don't care what anyone says financially, they had to leave. We've all got lives outside our, our work and in today Rangers as their work. Um, they had to leave and I'll never forget when he lifted 55 because I knew how much it meant to the likes of him and McGregor, but watching him lift 55 was special and aye, it's a special play by losing. A very special player we're losing, but I think we are we are um, we'll, we'll consider ourselves very lucky, um, and we probably do even now that we we got to see this guy play for a football club twice. Davis was a an example of what it is to be a hard working football player to knuckle down, keep yourself out of trouble, take care of yourself, and your your ability and your determination will shine through. Rolls Royce is the only word that I can think for for Stephen Davis. He was a, a true Rangers man. Um, I, the word legend gets bandied about often, um, but I don't think I, I couldn't think of any. I did a put out a tweet last night. And I was like, I can't think of any other word apart from legend for the guy. Honestly, I can't. Um, a, a true, a, a true, a true gent. Honestly, an absolute stellar man. Even when you hear him speaking, you hear him talking. It doesn't seem like there's any. There's no false pretenses with him or anything like that. That's just who the guy is. That's who how he, he pre- presents himself. And the touch from Rangers in the video was brilliant. Um, I'll, I'll be lumping my throat as i seen him being quite emotional after Clemona did his chat. I was like, it's got to be hard for a player like that. I mean, can you imagine us as Rangers fans that you've spent two spells, successful spells as well at that, on, at, 
at Rangers and it's now all kind of over for you. It's a sad way for his, his career to end with the, the injury that he got. It is such a shame. It really is. It's, football can be so cruel at times. It really can. But it will never take away from the man that we we, we seen run our midfield for um, two Two spells at the at the club and and his and his prime anyway. A, a, just a fantastic football player, a, a true a, a true ranger, um, a true ranger for sure, and thoroughly deserves his place in the Hall of Fame. And I wish him nothing but the success. But most of all, I want to thank him. Thank you, Mister Steve Davis, because it's been an absolute pleasure pleasure to watch you. You're on mute, Ryan. You're on mute, Ryan. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's the first time I've ever done that. I think it is the first time you've ever I've done that. I've never done that because I use teams that well, it doesn't really matter. I've done it. Doesn't matter. I've done it. Where did that out? <laughs> um, Nicky, <laughs> just as Carly was talking about Stephen Davis, a lot of memories are going through my head there of, of good performances and iconic moments. But maybe I can add down a side of this. I just remember having that shot in the European final where it came from Ryan Kent's unbelievable miss and it came out to him and how close he was to being he's immortal anyway but just having that immortal name of, of bringing it home, bringing the trophy home but um, what a player he's been for his over the years in both spells, Nicky Listen, I think that, that would have been the fairy tale, right? He'd have been well hanging his boots up if that went in that would have been the fairy tale ending to an unbelievable career but listen, legend get, gets thrown about a lot he he is he epitomizes the word legend and I think he epitomizes the values of of this football club. I think if you look at his professionalism, the standards he set, the quality, the commitment of him every single day. And to steal Ali's quote, he's one of these guys, he's never on the front pages of papers, right? He's he's almost the kind of perfect footballer in Whilst he's a, he's a legend of an individual, right? To your point, Ryan, what a footballer. Like, honestly, what a footballer. You, you look at his career, he's got 750-odd apps, appearances, sorry. He's got he's the most capped British man, I think, with 140-odd for, um, for for Northern Ireland. He was a success down south as well. A lot of people move and they aren't. He, he was a roaring success at Southampton. They thought very, very highly of him. And, and his two spells at Rangers, completely different, right? He came kind of younger, quite aggressive, eight, kind of hybrid to a 10. Ali talks about younger players, right? Some of the squad as well should be looking at him, right? You talk about Todd Cantwell, right? And if he wants to, he seems to love it at Rangers, right? If you want to make it, look at what Stephen Davis done the first time he was here, right? The goals he scored every season, the assists he scored every season, big goals in Europe, Big goals v Celtic, big goals in cup finals, right? He's he was unbelievable, and then to come back again to transition into that six and be able to just completely control a game from the six position, right? We we have massively missed him, right? Completely pressure resistant, one of these players that I think massively benefited us in, in big games like Celtic in Europe, been able to take the ball under pressure, play through the press. He'll be massively missed. And again, two Euro finals. He is in unbelievable company, right, of, of Rangers players who have done that and have achieved that, right? John Gregg, Sandy Jardin, etc., etc. But to finish, right, he is a, a a young a young lad from Northern Ireland who who lived his dream, right? 
not not just to play for the club he loves, but to become a legend of the club he loves. Right? As Ali says, Hall of Famer. What a guy, what a footballer. And yeah, wish him all the best in whatever he goes on to do next. Yeah, indeed. Uh, good luck, Stephen Davis. And just before we move to my favourite part of the pod, I'm going to come round you all very quickly. Nicky, your favourite Stephen Davis moment? Well, listen, I think you've, you've already stole the 55 one, right? But another big oh, moment you. that was that was massive for me was, um, it's a bit of a history lesson here, I think, but I'm sure it was the 2009 season. It was the first time we won the title again under Walter was his goal against Celtic. I'm sure it was a 1-0 win at Ibrox. He slid in. The, the weather was pissing down and he slid in across, I think it was maybe Kenny Miller. To, and that just started to turn the tide, right? We'd missed out narrowly the year before, obviously Manchester, etc. Big moment for me. Big goal, big game. Started to turn the tide and we went on to be champions at the end of the season. Yeah, big moments from big players and he certainly was one. Ali, your favourite Stephen Davis moment? Uh, oh God, there's a few overhead kick against Celtic. I, I honestly, I, I could have put my money on that. That's what Ali was going to say. Like, my, I could have put my whole mortgage on that. That that's what Ali was going to say. It can be the same. It be the same. I know. No, I've got something <laughs> else. The only other one I would have came to Ryan, the only other one I thought of was in the, the League Cup final. We scored before Yelovic scored, he scored on that one as well, which was a critical goal. but an overhead kick because it was a bizarre goal and Stephen Davis doing it I just if I watched it with Carney actually and we, I think we looked at each other and went that was Stephen Davis that done that it was like disbelief <laughs> yeah, no. so it was um, yeah that just because it was what it was basically and you've just grassed us up for breaking Covid rules mate good job good job Alistair good job <laughs> nah you could go into a bubble at that point remember oh could you oh, we were in a bubble yes yeah, so we were I mean I forgot we were in a bubble together yes uh, aye, and I was not at Jaws Square twice. Uh, Carney, <laughs> what about yourself? Uh, your your favourite car is favourite Carney moment. I almost said there. <laughs> not many of them. There's not many of them. Uh, mine's a wee bit left field. I think. See, I remember an interview happening after we won fifty five, and all the all the players were in the stadium. We were getting the trophy. And he was getting an interview and James Tavernier ran up behind him and grabbed him and they were having that wee cuddle and he was just screaming legend at him, like legend, legend, legend at him. And Davis is almost trying to push him away as if to say, don't give me the praise, don't give me the praise. And to me, I was just like, I was like, that guy is a, an example of what it is to be a, a Rangers player. Really, it was. Obviously, the overhead kick's going to be remembered. Um for sure it is but that bit for me I was like that guy's a, an absolute top lad a really really top lad and I probably a, a true Ranger we'll, we'll maybe never see again I suppose um, it'd be hard to hard to maybe to beat that to beat his spell his stunt his um, his contribution to this football team really um, I think the only one that's coming close to it now really will be James Tavernier um, which a lot of people will turn up their face at but yeah I think you, you have to really um, think after Davis it probably is but yeah that one for me because I thought you're a you, you're a proper Ranger you're a proper it's not all about him it's about the team kind of thing and I loved that I absolutely loved it yeah a player that makes you proud to be a Rangers fan um, and I'm sure that he manscapes Time for a word from our sponsors. Cheers to the new year from our friends at Manscaped because your resolution shouldn't be the only things that are well kept. 2024 is the time for new heights, new opportunities and a new look for your Times Square balls. Manscaped 
Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheat code to look good, feel good, and turn the page on your confidence this year. Whether you're looking to maintain a trim or go for that clean-shaven look, this trimmer has you covered, trusted by over 10 million men worldwide. Now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use the code CLUBAT22 for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped's fifth-generation lawnmower is not just a trimmer. It's your grooming sidekick, equipped with two skin-safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top, and a new foil blade to go smooth whenever your heart desires. It is also waterproof, and for men who want the full grooming experience, look no further than Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0. In a grooming kit, you get the trusted lawnmower, Manscaped's ear and nose hair trimmer, and essential aftercare products with the crop server lotion and crop preserver ball deodorant. Yes, it's deodorant for your balls, but you didn't know that you needed that. As a gesture for the new year, they have even thrown in two free gifts, the Boxers 2.0, and the Shed 2.0 toiletry bag. Let's face it, resolutions might come and go, but a well-groomed you is here to stay, thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com because nothing says Happy New Year like a deal that leaves your balls and your budget feeling refreshed. Embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer, courtesy of Manscaped. Absolutely. Well done. Ryan read off the top of his head as well. That was very well memorised, mate. A lot of people in the comments are saying as well, how do you not laugh when you do that? Because you've got to concentrate so much when you're reading out. <laughs> it's because of the tongue twisters, honestly. I, I I'm more nervous about six, uh, reading the Manscaped thing than I was about doing the pod last Friday. Uh, I know. Uh, I, but yes, thank you to Manscaped for the continued support. When you're saying... You're buying Manscaped product, you're using our code, you're supporting the pod. So anybody that's looking to buy that kind of stuff, please use our code. If you forgot it, rewind it, listen to it, or message us and use the code because it, it supports our pod and it is a great help to us. And thank you once again, Manscaped, uh, for your continued support. So, gentlemen, we'll move on. I am running a bit late. I knew we would tonight. Transfers, it's all go. My phone was going non-stop. The group chats were going non-stop. I thought... Who are we linked to now? No, no. We've signed someone. Uh, Mohamed Diamandi is arrived. Well, not arrived. He's signed from FC Not. Is it Norseland? I think you pronounce it. The box to box midfielder is actually a loan deal and with a view to a permit deal in the summer with the red tape of a work permit. Ali, box to box midfielder, Ivory Coast. He comes with a lot of potential. Um, Clubbert was speaking about him today, saying that he's um, one of the biggest prospects in Scandinavia. I am extremely surprised that the money we're spending on him. I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm not worried about it, but I'm just extremely um, surprised on the price tag. What's your thoughts on this one? Well, I need to see him first, but from what everyone's saying about him, that he's uh, my biggest prospect in, in Denmark, etc. It's Big tag to put in the boys straight away, coming to the coming to the lion's den that is Ibrooks, where there is zero patient people in there, including, including myself. Including you. Yes. Including you, yes. yes. So, I was um, I'm, I'm surprised now he's not already written them off. I've, yeah, you're yet press, so nice. So, right, brace yourself when you, you make your debut for Rangers. But 
No, I, we, we were all surprised, Ryan, when we thought Chris Rangers paying four and a half million in January. Where's the money coming from? Sounds a sensible deal, Ryan. On loan, we'll pay the money in the summer. So um gives us time probably to look to ship players out, i.e. in the summer. We'll have guys off the wage book at that point as well. So but he, he ticks the he ticks the boxes, Ryan, in terms of the profile, in terms of what Clement Clement basically came in and said Rangers haven't been run correctly in terms of this player trade model that we bang on about all the time. Because we've made an absolute arse of it if you need to, with your Kent's Morelos is away, way down, Maribos, Camaras. Um so this guy fits the profile. Play for Rangers for 18 months to a year. Yes, he could be absolutely amazing and we'll hate to lose him. But if we lose him and he's won trophies for Rangers and we get mega bucks for him, that's that's what we need to be doing going forward, right? And then we reinvest in the next guy. So that's the way it's that's the way it should be. And um I'm excited to see him, Ryan, because I looked I looked against Hibbs. John Lundstrom stepped up for me. Nobody around him at the moment, apart from Sterling, who isn't he a, a midfielder, has stepped up. So there's certain players um, that should be looking looking behind because Dio Mandy ain't, ain't coming here to sit on a bench. He'll play for Rangers. Yeah, he's going to have a couple of, probably need a couple of weeks to get up to match sharpness in terms of what Clement was saying, but I'm excited to see him, Ryan. Box to box, as you say, can score goals. He can play pretty much every position in the park, but Clement was saying today, apart from the goalkeeper, but I, I'm very excited to see him, Ryan. Um, yeah, I, ju- I just hope the hype, we don't overhype him, if you know what I mean, because iBooks can be an intimidating place sometimes. Overhype him? When have we ever done that? Carly, <laughs> he, does call, he does call me a wee bit of rep, and obviously this price tag, um, you get slaughtered in Scottish football if you don't uh, find your man, well, not a Scottish football at Rangers, if you don't find your man every single time you've got some sort of price tag on on you. I think Nicky was the first person to say in the pod that he would like to see a midfielder uh, come in the window. It looks like he's got that that wish. The way John Lundstrom's playing just now, I think I always bang on about you only need one sitter in Scottish football. But for me, John Lundstrom's screaming out for somebody next to him to do that running, to do that attacking, tracking back, box to box. This boy looks like the man. He does, he does, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I'm very excited to see what he can, what he can bring. It's, it's long overdue that we have kind of followed through with the the proposed player trading pillar that the businesses or the club is going to be running on. Uh, and this one really does fit the bill. The, the, the fee does look quite hefty, uh, but I do have to praise the way Rangers have handled their business here. She getting a loan in, getting him in on loan to the end of the season, I've got no idea how they've pulled that off. Generally, I've not got a clue. The player must have made very, very strong hints to the club that he didn't want to be there anymore and he wanted to pursue this move to Rangers. And I would imagine they've almost back down to an extent because I think the I think the deal's great. I think you really have to credit whoever was in fully charge of that that whole that whole deal from kind of start to finish for us to have a, a player that has the potential that is rumoured to have to, to get him on loan and we'll we kinda play now. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
play now, pay later kind of kind of scheme that we're going to be having with them. I think it's brilliant business by Rangers, and it it it, it allows more movement I feel for Rangers in this window in terms of bringing players in I think the, the move is fantastic really um, Rangers are buying the player there is no doubt that they are buying it but obligated to buy him so the fee is agreed it, it will happen at the end of the season but the business is brilliant really really good I'm very excited to see what he can bring to the table if all the rumours seem to be true could be look, a, bit of a, a bit of a coup for Rangers to get a player of his calibre in considering the, the clubs that he's been linked with previously but I uh, yeah, yeah I'm all for it even with come on today when we was talking about it in the press conference you can see why he's brought him why he's bringing him here Jim Sloan man whoa Jim, <laughs> Jim what the f- jeez sorry Jim 50 quid Jim. mate absolutely fantastic mate. thank you tonight, so much mate <laughs> Jim that's amazing uh, wow it's absolutely superb Jim thank he's you he's funded so the day Andy deal card <laughs> that's got the, that's kind of caught me off guard there Jim that's amazing mate honestly thank you so much that's fantastic uh, brilliant absolutely brilliant where was I what were we talking about uh, amazing uh, that is Jim honestly but the the deal's the deal's an exciting one the player's an exciting one and yeah, everything everything about him really does really does fit the bill. My only my only gripe is the media that ask questions. I don't know if it's just me, right, or if it's the, my pessimism. This is almost after we're asking, come on, how did you manage to bring a guy like him to a club like Rangers? Like, kind of looking down their noses at it. I hate that. Why are they not? The, 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 the mainstream media are constantly trying to kill Scottish football. They do it all the time. And I'm like, you should be celebrating a player like this coming to Scotland. A player with this potential, with the links that he had previously, with the... With, Putting a, a bit, not a spotlight. It's not. I'm not saying that the whole world is watching. I don't mean it like that. But a lot of people will be going for. Look what Kamon's done there. That boy was touted for big things, etc. Instead, it's all. How did you do that? How did you manage that? How much are you paying? All that kind of stuff. And that really, that really gets to me. But in terms of the business, in terms of the signing, all for it, mate. Really, all for it. Absolutely buzzing to get him here. Um, I, I actually was speaking to somebody in work today, and I thought he would be on the bench tomorrow until I realised that he's actually not in the country yet. So. But I'm still very much looking forward to um, to seeing him when he does arrive, and uh, hopefully he's a massive success. And we get the few few years out, and like Ali said, and we sell him on for a profit because that's what it is going to be all about. But yeah, looking forward to seeing him, mate. Really am. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be exciting to see. It's always exciting to see a new sign anyway. When we've laid out that type of money, it suggests to me Rangers are confident in, in selling this boy on in a couple of years and. I'm all for that model. I am. I'm all for it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Nicky, this screams a Niles Coppin signing. I know Niles Coppin is just in the door, the new uh, managing director. But in terms, I'm not a Dutch football expert, but I see a lot of African players going to going to Holland and being successful. For me, this screams out a, a signing by him. And it's as the boys have said, it's an exciting one. Yeah, listen, I, I think we've, we've screamed as fans for a while now, right, that these are the markets we should be playing in, right? Given our money situation, the, these are the markets that we can go into and we can pick up the players who are the best in their teams in the top five and ten in the league, right? Taking this kind of washed-out championship team uh, players, it's, it's, it's just not working. So, yes, I agree. Um, we've spoke a lot about transfers, right? We've, we've kind of been spoiled with rumours, right? This must be the 20, 20th or 25th rumour we've had. But <laughs> um, 
Yes, I, I said I wanted a centre mid. I said I wanted a striker. I said I wanted a right wing. To be honest, centre mid was probably the lowest down the priority, but I think I'd said in the WhatsApp or the chat that we need we need quality across seven or eight positions, right? And they don't all come up in order, right? Sometimes you need to take the deal when you can get it, right? We, we maybe necessarily don't need the striker right, the centre mid, sorry, right now, but we can't pass up opportunities like these to go, do you know what? We kind of need a centre mid, but actually we need a striker more because the striker might not materialise, right? We need to take advantage of these deals right now. And I think I, I would agree. I don't know if it was yourself, Ryan, or, or Scott that mentioned it. I, I think we are quite top-heavy, right, in terms of defensive centre mids, right? You look at Lundstrom, Jack, Sterling, all really good players, but... I'm not convinced any of them are an eight because I don't think any of them are good enough going forward to be classed as an eight. I think all three of them are preferably as a six. And I think I would agree 95% of the games that Rangers play, there is no need for us to have two sixes. Other than a maybe tough away European fixture where you might play two to protect, right? We need people who are going to take the ball under pressure, break teams' press, create things on or around their box. And and, and Diamondi looks as if he do that. He, he will do that. Looking at the videos, he reminds me very much of Kamara. See the way in, in terms he takes the ball, he moves with the ball, he protects the ball, it, it, except he, he looks even more athletic and dynamic than what Kamara is, which, which can only be a plus, right? I think a few weeks ago we spoke about games versus Celtic, right, and, and how these games are won in the midfield. I am sick of watching centre mids who can't take the ball under Celtic's press, and instead we just lump balls to Cyril Dessers and Abdallah Sima, who, let's face it, have a first touch like a snooker cushion, right, and it doesn't stick, and it just comes back down our throat, right? This guy a looks one. I've never heard that before. Can we just applaud that's, that? That is fantastic. That's, that's, stolen. that's stolen. This guy looks like he's one of these guys. If you think about the success we had under Gerard in these fixtures, Stephen Davis, Glenn Kamara, Joe Aribo, all guys who are pressure resistant to a degree, right? They'll take the ball under pressure with a guy up their arse and they'll play through a press. And this Diamondi looks as if he can do that as well as being a ball carrier. So no, I think it's the right model. If Likewise, again, we spoke about it. Raskin is, is one who's been very vocal about it. I'm happy, right? See if he wants to come in, give us 18 months, two good years, win titles, win cups, whatever it is he wants, and then he wants to go down south or into Europe for 10, 15, 20 million, whatever the price is, depending on how they perform. No, Nobody has any arguments with that because you then take five or six million, you reinvest it, and it goes round a circle, a, a, a cycle, sorry. Um, so no, really exciting signing. Unfortunately, he's, he's, he's not in the country. It would have been really good to see him in the squad tomorrow, but maybe for the next fixture, he'll be he'll be at least in the match squad. Yeah, hope so. And um, aye, you get the man of match performance already for that comment. No, I will, honestly, I've got absolutely it, I've, I've got it, Great. I've got it up my sleeve for Justin Muir. Take it away, Ali Pearson. I'll start. God bless America, Justin. I thought Justin was going to be at the live show. I thought Carney was going to fly him over as a special <laughs> guest for it. Um <laughs> So I was ashamed not to see Justin. And thanks very much, Billy McWhorter, as well. It was it was good to see you last Friday as well. Thanks very much. Thank yeah, you. Jim, Billy, Justin, amazing support for us, guys. Um, 
unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. But um, we will move on, guys. I am struggling to keep up with the subjects here because there's so much happened with Rangers, I won't lie to you. And totally forgot we have got a game tomorrow. Yes, we've got a game. Um, I think we've spoke about Diamondi. We will, they've been, we've been linked with the boy, uh, Le, is it Lefty you might pronounce? I'm not sure. He's a Brazilian left-back. Yeah. Fabrizio Romano uh, broke it today. If you've not seen it, chances are that one's probably happened as well. If it's Fabrizio Ram, Romano that's um, broke it. He's a Brazilian left-back currently on loan at Apple. In Cyprus, I think he's played 18 games, scored three goals, left back. Probably means an end to either Ridvan or Borna's um, Rangers careers. I am obviously hoping it is Borna's, but as long as Rangers do well, that's all that matters. Um, we'll just go around very quickly, guys. Anything to say about that one, Ali, in terms of this Brazilian lad? I knew we'd be looking for a left back. I've never heard of him, to be honest. I uh, done the usual look on Twitter and stuff to see, and he scored an absolute worldie of a goal. Worldie, um, so he must be the best Brazilian left back ever, better than Roberto <laughs> Carlos. So um, Yilmaz, watch yourself. But uh, I think he's coming. He's just turned twenty, Ryan. I think we were in the group chat today. He's, he's an understudy for hopefully Yilmaz, and uh, Mr. Barisic will be at the door. Yeah, Carly, what are you thinking? Um, does this sound? Does this end one a? Either Red Van Yilmaz or Borna Barish, his career is one of him in the way out the door. For me, I, I don't think it necessarily does. I don't know if he's going to come immediately, this boy, or is it going to be end the season? I don't know, but what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, but who knows? I think it's, there's obviously very strong links. If um, Romano's putting it out there, then there's obviously something in it. <clears throat> I would, I mean, you would think that it's, it's late on in the window. Doesn't mean that stuff can't happen. There's not stuff in the pipeline. I don't see it being Borna because why would anybody pay a fee when you can get them for nothing at the end of the season? I don't really see that happening. Would Rangers be willing just to let somebody buy out, like buy out his contract for the rest of the season in order to let him go? Maybe I'm not 100 percent sure. Andrew Mute, what is going on tonight? By the way, Andrew Mute. I'll wow. tell you just now. See if see the mules. Wow. See if the if the mules want to buy out Borna's contract. <laughs> I'll give them the money back there. There you go. Yeah, Jim. Jim can be the silent partner in the in the deal as well. Uh, thank you so thank much, you. Andrew. Mate, absolutely fantastic. Honestly, that's that's superb. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, no, um, I think uh, I think there's. The potential of one leaving, I, I don't see it being Yilmaz, not with what he's been saying on social media and that as well. It doesn't look like he's going anywhere, and the Borna one, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but look, strong links in him, scored an absolute world day, so he is obviously the best left-back in the world right now, and we're going to sign him, so I'm absolutely all for it, I really am. Nicky, he's going to play uh, number two to Ridvan, isn't he? Isn't he? <laughs> that's that's what we're hoping for, mate. I mean, there's kind of three scenarios here. One is he's an understudy to Ridvan. I think all four is, and most of our fans could probably get behind that, right? Because Ridvan's been great. Second scenario is Yilmaz goes. He's an understudy to Barisic. I think we've got problems, boys, if that's the case. Third option is we are we've now changed, and actually we're very good at forward planning, and, and nobody's going to leave, and actually we're just preparing for potentially Yilmaz and Barisic to go in the summer and we maybe bring in a number one then and, and, and he's a bit of an under, a third choice potentially just to give options. Maybe Barisic is injured, right? He's kind of been in and out. Um, maybe maybe there's something going on with Barisic. So, yeah, I, again, I, I know absolutely nothing about this guy other than the, the compilation that, that Ali put in the, the WhatsApp earlier on, which makes him look, as, as always, like, Roberto Carlos and Marcelo hybrid, but um, yeah, we'll need, we'll need to see what happens. We'll see how 
the left back scenario um, changes over the next couple of days. But I tend to agree with Scott, right? Why would you pay money for Barisic when you can't for nothing in the summer? I just don't see yeah. many teams doing it. No, or uh, why would you pay for money for them at all? <laughs> right, um, moving on to St Mun game. We play them tomorrow at half past 12. So we have the chance once again, second time this week, to cut the gap. Uh, albeit it might be for a short time, but we are playing St Mun tomorrow. At, I'm gonna, I was going to say Love Street there, boys. Help me out. It is not Love Street. What's it called? St Mun Stadium or something. I think it's just St Mun Stadium. I don't know oh. what it's called. The East Point Arena, if there's any FIFA fans out there. Uh, yeah. I, so, <laughs> we play them, sorry, that's so disrespectful. We play them at St. At St. Murren Park. So um, a tough game for me, I think it is, because St. Murren have been, for St. Murren, I think they're punching a bit this season. They're doing well, but they've been inconsistent lately. They did get beat 3-0 um, at home from, from Celtic, but they did go to Aberdeen away. Uh, I think they, uh, the game before they won 3-0 as well. But I shouldn't put us off. We all spoke about scar tissue, etc., etc. So Rangers, for me, are on form, playing well, confident. We are getting players back at the moment. Uh, Clement did say that Alex Lowry um, will not be getting loaned out, so he's a, a new injury to add to the list. Um, but for me, that doesn't impact the first team. I don't think he's anywhere near it. Ali, I'll come to you. What are you expecting tomorrow? Are you expecting a, a turgent game? Or, are you, or do you think we're much more of the same um, as Wednesday? I think this will be a trickier game than Wednesday night, Ryan. Um, St Mirren, I know they've been inconsistent, but against us and Celtic, they're usually good at their, at their park. I know the last two games, as Stephen Robinson, our manager, said today, is that they need to have 11 players in the park to, to have a chance because they played with 10 men against Rangers and Celtic. You remember the last time we were there, it was when um, the game after Beal left and we were all going there and we ended up winning 3-0. But they did go down to 10 men. So I think it'll be stuffy. But ultimately, as I said before, Ryan, it's part one or two for me. Rangers have to win that tomorrow. Um, when, I, when we went to Easter Road, I didn't care how we won it. Just so happens we won it. And we put a performance on tomorrow. I'm in the same position, just winning Rangers. I don't care how you do it. Um, but the momentum's with Rangers. We've got momentum. And we should be going across to Paisley and, and winning there and, and putting the pressure on Celtic because... We can cut the gap to two points before they kick a ball tomorrow, Ryan. I know they're at home. Uh, I think it's, I think it's Ross County or something there at home. Uh, but it's us putting pressure on them. That's what we should be doing. So it's down to Rangers. It's there for them, Ryan, to to close that gap as they did. But as I said, Wednesday'll mean nothing if we don't take three points tomorrow. Yep, and I'll just due to time. I'll just ask you for your team and your score, please, Ali. Just when you've had right, a drink, team. just take a drink in between it. Take a minute. <laughs> That was my that was my off ice that people think I think not my my, my fan eleven but um, no I, I don't know if we're the same team but I'm going Butland Tav Goldsnow come back in Balogun Yilmaz Lundstrom I know Raskin is um, is available the same with um, Cantwell Sterling for me starts I think he was an exceptional second half has to start that's his jersey going forward for me until a new boy comes in so Sterling. Just in front of him, Tom Lawrence, for me, I think deserves a slot. McCausland, right. Rabbi Matondo, who I thought was inconsistent against um, Hibs, but he was still a thorn down there. He keeps his position and Silva through the middle for me. I think Des has his best coming off the bench at the moment. Silva was unlucky not to score. Did a lot of good work rate for me, so him through the middle. 
I'm going 2-0 Rangers. Fabio Silva, he gets first goal for Rangers. Oh, Ali, I like that team. I think that's attacking. I like it. I'm stealing it. I'm going three. I'm, go, I'm going. I'm going to go three 0 Rangers. I'm going to go Fabio Silva as well. First goal. I think we'll go back to back three 0 There you go, Carney. What do you expect about the game tomorrow? I think Ali's right. It will be tougher than Wednesday. It will be tougher than Wednesday, of course. It will. Um, there'll be a, a lot, a lot of stuff here. I don't see St. Mum trying to to, to really comment. Uh, to to real, have a real go at us. I don't think they'll sit in as much as like a back ten the way they would do if they came to Ibrooks. I think there'll be a bit more of a battle in it than that. But I, I'm confident going into it. Rangers are we played some really good football on Wednesday night, and we should be we should be trying to build on the success that we had of Wednesday night. I, I can see, <clears throat> I can see a. I can definitely see a win for Rangers tomorrow, um, and I think it, I'm not expecting the same kind of. Well, I suppose I am. I'm just try, I'm hoping to see a continuation of what I've seen on Wednesday. That's all really I want to see. Um, I can't disagree with Ali's team. I really can't. I doesn't doesn't. I, I would be just trying to make something up. That's probably the team tomorrow. I would be. Um, I'd be surprised if it isn't. I can't. I can't really pick a better team than that just now. Possibility Jack might play, possibly over Sterling, just because Sterling's been out for a slight bit of time. But so's Ryan Jack at that point. Cantwell is fit also. Does he come back instead of Lawrence? But I think Lawrence probably d- d- does deserve a go at it. Uh, so I'll, I'm again, I'll copy and paste Ali's team. I'll copy and paste Ali's score as well. So it'd be very unexciting. Uh, no, I, I, I'll go four now, Rangers, and I'll I'll get Silver to score and Dessers to score. Oh, the positivity is making my anxiety run through the roof, boys. It's great, it's great. No, it's great. It's just uh, unusual for us. Um, Nicky, what are you expecting about uh, tomorrow's game? Yeah, I think I would agree with the guys. I think it'll be another tough fixture. Agreed, tougher than Wednesday. I think we... the. Um, the point we made about Hibs kind of going punch for punch, I don't think someone will do that, right? I suspect someone will come in to protect and 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 and, and try and catch us on counter or corners or, or kind of free kicks, which there is a wee bit of vulnerability there with with our team. But it's all it's all about the points again, right? Don't don't kid yourself, right? Every single Celtic fan and and probably Celtic themselves probably looked at these two fixtures and went, there's a chance for them to slip up, right? Here's a chance for us to build up a wee bit of a gap and we've got a real chance to sit in them, right? Because Wednesday was as comfortable as you, you'll see against Hibs at Easter Road. Another 2 or 3 nil tomorrow, as you say, puts them under pressure, just takes that wee bit of dunt to their kind of confidence that actually they, they, are, they are going to put up a bit of a fight here. We are not going to get the easy ride that we've had in, in some of the previous years. So, yeah, I think it'll be a hard one, but confidence in Clement and the team. We've built a strong bit of momentum. We've now got two games under our belt. We should be sharp. There's no excuses. Go out there and win. And, and as I say, um, get a couple of early goals, kill it. How how enjoyable was that second half for hips when you're 2 nothing up, right? How enjoyable is it when you score early goals or score two goals in the first half that you can just go control the game, see it out, and enjoy it. Yeah, um, just give me your, your team and your score, Nicky. I'm copying Ali's homework, to be honest. Did you put us in the WhatsApp, by the way? I, honestly, <laughs> I've, I've got the exact exact same team. I thought Raskin and Cantwell come off um, precautionary, I think, at half-time. Lawrence and, and I think Sterling is, is the natural replacements. I think Fabio Silva will play as well. There, there's a bit of an urgency to get him up to speed. 
to get him familiar with tactics and the team, etc. And and I'd say two 0 Fabio Silva as well. But I'll maybe go two 0 and I'll go Tom Lawrence to get the first goal. Nice. Any of the above scores will do me, gentlemen. That is spot on the hour. Um, we could have went on a lot longer. Had plenty to talk about. It has been a good week for Rangers. Progressed in the cup, cut the gap, transfer in. It's been all positive. Let's keep the momentum going um, and hopefully we get three points tomorrow. Thank you to everyone in the chat. Um, thank you for the donations. Unbelievable for you guys. The support, as I always say, is overwhelming. Um, please like, share and subscribe as always. And I'll say goodbye to my guest, Mr. Ali Pearson. I hope you get a good night's sleep in your bed. Don't you worry, Ryan. I'm going to my bed early tonight. But no, looking forward to tomorrow. Thanks to everyone in the chat, as you say, Ryan. And the, the donations tonight were unbelievable. You can feel there's a feel good factor around Rangers at the moment. You can t- sense we even the chat tonight. It's down to Rangers to keep that going tomorrow for me, Ryan. As I says, part one was done. It's part two tomorrow for me. Three points is a must. Um, and as always, it is over to you, Rangers. It's over to you, Rangers, indeed. Yeah, and I want to touch again the donations game. It's January. It's unbelievable. You guys uh, make these donations, and so again, thank you so much, Nikki. Have a good weekend, mate. Thank you for tonight. Thanks for having us on. Again, I would echo brilliant um, to see the comments and some of the donations coming in to the, to the podcast. Um, looking forward to the game tomorrow. And yeah, this will be a, a quieter Friday than what last Friday was, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And um, uh, Scott Carley, thank you very much for letting me host tonight, mate. And you enjoy your weekend. I don't let you host me. That's not what it's all about, mate. I don't. Uh, I, you don't need to thank me. No, thank you, everybody. Donations again, absolutely mental, bonkers, bonkers, crazy support. We absolutely love it. We absolutely love all the chat as well. It's brilliant to get you all involved. And yeah, looking forward to watching Rangers tomorrow. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Have a good weekend. Let's hope the momentum continues, and we make this title challenge a reality. We are Club at Twenty Two. The boys will be back tomorrow. A reaction. Good night. Podcast Network.